Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning, everyone. How are we all doing? Welcome to Az's Team Selection ahead of Game Week 24. Game Week 23 has just finished what match last night. Uh, you know, really, really enjoyed it. Two top teams going at it. Arsenal didn't take their chances. And if you don't take chances against Man City, what happens? You're punished. Uh, I'm guessing there's a few Ben White owners Mixed feelings, I guess, if you had him. Obviously, didn't see him start, worried about rotation. And then Tommy Asu makes a mistake, and you've got to think Ben White's going to come uh, back in. Uh, Enketia getting an assist, getting booked, and then, you know, missing a, a really good chance to score that that header. Uh, Saka taking the penalty. Owners would be very happy from him. Golden assist um, in that match as well. And De Bruyne finally getting some attacking returns for people like me um, who have held on to him uh, for this long. I hope everyone's good. I have a spot on my head. Uh, please ignore that. I'm also pretty much over COVID now. If you watched my last video, uh, I was saying I was going to go back to Essex and I was going to do a COVID test um, and then the COVID test was positive. So I uh, stayed in. A surprising amount of negativity about even doing a COVID test uh, on Twitter, which I find uh, a bit baffling. Um, so don't be one of those people. Just you know, keep keep testing if you can. I know it's more difficult now, but you know, Keep trying to protect other people and look out for each other, because why not? Um, so what we're going to be talking about today, we are going to be talking about how I got on in Game Week 23. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I thought I was going to get a big green arrow. I was really, really happy with how my team uh, was set up. Uh, it looked like a free hit team, and it didn't do that well. As you can see, I got a red arrow. There's only a small one in the end, uh, but still uh, pretty pretty annoying. Uh, we're going to talk about how my team is set up for game week 24. A bit of a weird game week 24 because it's kind of the calm before the storm, before the blank double game week in 25, before we've got to start thinking about Brighton's double uh, and then the blank in 28 with the FA Cup games and stuff. So it kind of feels like a lot of people are going to be rolling the transfer this week. I'm on the fence about it. I might do, uh, but we'll talk about some of my plans. And then we're going to come back to my watch list as well, <clears throat> just to see some of the updated player stats. Uh, there's a couple of new names on the watch list 
um, as well. And no surprise, uh, the title of this stream is about a certain Chelsea striker uh, with Chelsea sort of dividing opinion, form versus pit fixtures uh, debate. I'll be talking a bit about him and whether we should be uh, looking to get him in. So hello, everyone um, in the chat. Uh, hello to James Brewer, dropped from 12k to 21k. Yeah, nasty one. Uh, it's funny, though. I mean, I dropped 40,000 and I say it's 40,000 places and I say that's a small um, red. You went 12 to 21, so less places than me, but yeah, big, big red based on where uh, where you were. Uh, John Meehan, good evening from Perth. Good evening to all the people, um, you know, all the people watching kind of around the world. Amazing last week, you know, South Africa, Mozambique, Australia, Nigeria, everywhere. So amazing. Uh, good morning to Ralph Lawrence as well. Hello. And to Armsley enjoying the lobby music chat uh, too as well. Beautiful. Right. Let's take a look then. Game week 23 for old Azzy baby. Uh, 74 points uh, for me. A backline, look at this, a backline of Kepper at West Ham, who can't score, two points. Trippier and Botman against Bournemouth, who can't score, <laughs> two and one points. Zinchenko, double game week, Villa at home, Man City, three points for him. I was really disappointed with Zinchenko, um, actually. I think he had two quite poor games across both those matches. You know, it was White that dropped out of the of the last game. Um, it could have been him or Zinchenko. Really, obviously Tierney's waiting in, in the wings. I was really surprised to see Tomiyasu come in, given that the last game he played was against Man City. And he was poor. And, you know, he he, he got better after after his mistake, but it was a, it was an awful mistake. I mean, you can't just you can't just kick the ball back, you know, into the danger area like that. Should he should have put it out for a for a throw in um, and, and dealt with it better. So you've got to imagine White comes back in. But Zinchenko was poor, I mean gave the ball away a few times. He's he's coming into midfield without having a huge influence on the game. He's had a couple of crosses that went a bit wayward. Um, yeah, not not too impressed by him. So I do wonder if if we might start seeing a few changes in the Arsenal side, given you know they've been so impressive all, all year, and, and Arteta hasn't um, hasn't kind of uh, you know chopped and changed. So you know, are we going to start seeing some things? Yeah, you're right. Um, FPL Gem should have assisted Enketia. I was gutted about that. That would have been like the ultimate black box goal because because Mark has Enketia. And I've got Sinchenko and Sinchenko put it, you know, right on the plate for 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 Anketia, but he, he couldn't score. And then after that, Sinchenko's crosses were, were awful. There was one he, he did which just went out into like Rosie, um, absolutely awful. So yeah, terrible, terrible for my backline. Slight worries about Sinchenko um, as well, and without the bench to really cope if he, if he does miss out. So yeah, bit of a concern. Um, De Bruyne and Saka both with 15 each. Yeah, it was really about time for for De Bruyne. It's, it's been really really disappointing holding him. Um, for this, but I think anyone who who made that kind of De Bruyne to Fernandez move for their double, and then went Fernandez back to De Bruyne, um, even for a hit, um, that, you know, richly rewarded in that this kind of premium swapping uh, would have worked out really well. Um, so congrats if you did that and held on to him. Um, it was a nice fifteen points for him. Uh, Saka as well. I mean, I, I did talk about you know potentially captaining Saka. In the end, I went for Haaland. Uh, I, I did think you know going into um, the, the final game when it was close that if you would offer me the, the swap um, with them both on the same points I would have, I would have taken Saka I thought Arsenal could have win that game obviously they didn't Haaland yeah I mean interesting I mean he, he obviously scored um, as well uh, could have had a penalty and um, there's a kind of a slight offside call uh, as well but generally speaking looked looked to struggle a little bit Saliba dealt with him really well. Um, they weren't really getting the ball to him again. We've seen that in the past before. It's another game without a big return for him, and, and you know Rashford's form as well 
Double's coming up. Is Haaland really going to be the kind of perma-captain that we've seen him be earlier in the season? It looks like that is kind of dropping a little bit as they find ways to score. Other players are, are getting involved without him. Obviously, the season he's had so far is incredible, but you can't just base your decisions on what's happened. You've got to look look ahead. And I do wonder if we're going to start seeing a little bit more... Um, you know, bravery with, with managers going against Haaland, or at least if people are looking to rise up the ranks, you know, with, with the clock ticking down a little bit on the game weeks, are we going to see some people start going against Haaland? Might be too early to say. Maybe it's City clicking into form. Maybe, you know, they are going to start unlocking him. But, you know, the fact the goals are being shared out a little bit more um, might indicate that Haaland isn't, isn't quite the, going to have quite the impact that he had at the start of the season. But, yeah, obviously still, still a powerful option if he's playing. Um, Rashford with eight. I mean, his form is absolutely relentless. I think he's basically cemented for everyone that they're not going to be selling him, um, even with the blank coming up. He's an absolute uh, must must keep. I do wonder if if maybe he's a captain option this week as well, um, playing Leicester um, at home, who keep conceding goals. Or you know, are people going to go for Haaland against Forest or De Bruyne? I'll talk about the captaincy um, in a bit. Odegaard with four. Now Odegaard is actually been really really disappointing and he's he's kind of getting a bit of a free pass because of this this double um coming up but this is a lot of blanks for him now this is the third blank um in a row uh, against Everton Brentford and Man City okay he got the assist against Man United and he got a goal against Spurs before that um but then he blanked against Newcastle as well so it's four blanks in six um for him i mean he had a really really good spell kind of before that uh you know Getting, I think he got four double digits in, in five matches, but you know it's a bit of a concern um, with him. He, he didn't look that involved in the kind of the key attacking areas in the last game, um, and I want to start seeing him performing a bit more going forward. Especially because you know we're all going to be tripled up on, on Arsenal, and if, if this isn't a blip, you know this is three poor results for them now um, in a row. If they are going to start to, to sort of tank and, and really go off the boil, I think it's going to be Odegaard. Um, and the defence that we look to, to ship on. So, yeah, we want to start seeing a bit more from, from Odegaard um, going forward. Needs him to stop picking up those assists. I think he's still Arsenal's top scorer um, alongside Saka um, as well. But if you're picking um, one um, out of the two, I think you stick with Saka, given that he's got pens and it was a great penalty. Uh, he scored. Uh, Matoma with two. Oh, really disappointing result for Brighton. Um, you know, just, just so comfortable in that game. All the attacking, all the all the threat, all the chances, you know, good chances for a lot of our players. Um, Matoma had a, had a good shot as well. I just went over the bar, uh, but coming with two points. I think nothing to worry about with him. Uh, obviously got the blank coming up. Still good price, still got the double. If you've got him, you'll be happy. If you've got March, you'll be really happy as well. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people would have reversed that that call and, and done Matoma to March if they could have done. But now that kind of decision is, is looking a little bit better, um, given that Matoma blank to March got a double digit. So, yeah, either those two good options, I'd be keeping. Uh, if I had them, I'd be keeping Matoma uh, as well. Hand I mentioned, and finally Kane. I mean, Kane away at Lister, you expect big things, don't you? You're not expecting Leicester to score four goals uh, and Spurs to probably score one. Um, I mean, it's, it's got to go down as one of the worst Spurs performances in, in recent memory. Um, I think absolutely torn apart over and over again. Porro with one of the worst debuts. I think a lot of people have seen. Defence poor, in, a new injury in midfield, um, which is going to cause some huge problems. Uh, you know, with, with Bentancur now out, uh, and then the attack, which which is you know almost full. Well, it's full strength. Son, Kane, Richarlison, Kulusevski, all there. And struggling a little bit to, to convert and create chances. So, yeah, really poor performance from them. Um, nothing to worry about with Kane. But, 
you know, you want to see a bit more. And, you know, it's not really the worry about Kane, it's the worry about the rest of the team um, as well. So, you know, it's still a good run of games coming up um, for Spurs. It's West Ham next uh, in the derby. It's Chelsea next, two, two London games. Uh, and then it's Wolves, uh, Nottingham Forest, Southampton, you know. So two London games where anything can happen and then three really good looking games on paper. So I'm keeping Kane, but still... Uh, come on, you can't be blanking against Leicester. You're not Kane um, as well, you wouldn't expect it. Uh, right, how am I set up for 24 then? 24, okay. My team is alright, at least the first 11 is, and then you get to the bench. Let's not talk about the bench. We won't talk about the bench. Uh, it's Kepper and Goal, Southampton at home, great looking fixture, best fixture I think you can have at the moment. Southampton just in complete disarray. You know, Nathan Jones came in to sort things out, f- failed absolutely spectacularly. Um, arguably, Southampton in a worse place now than when he when he first came in. Um, lots of losses for them, no real identity to the team. Uh, and then really tough game away at Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. I know Chelsea haven't been great themselves, um, but you would expect them to, to win this game um, fairly comfortably. And if they don't win this game fairly comfortably, then I think there's going to be major questions asked about about Potter and if he's the right man to to get the most out of this squad. So I think we're going to see whether the team is playing for him or whether they've, <laughs> they've given up um, on him already. He's cracking up a little bit, I tell you. His, his press conferences at Chelsea are, are so so different to the ones at Brighton. And I know obviously there's a lot of extra pressure and the media are going to be harsh on him and, and things, but yeah, he, he's biting and snapping and, and losing it a little bit, I, I sense. So, massive game for, for Chelsea, but I expect them to win to win this one. Um, I've got the double Newcastle defence against Liverpool at home. Uh, Liverpool poor defensively, but got the clean sheet against Everton. Managed to get the win as well. Much better performance um, on the eye test for them. Their attacking data has remained good, even through their poor spell. Uh, so, you know, I'm a bit worried about this, this double Newcastle uh, defence going into this game with Gameras out, uh, they've not been keeping clean sheets as well, and obviously don't get the attacking threat from Botman, so mm, not ideal. But I think I'm going to have to kind of stick with it. Uh, Zinchenko away at Villa, as I said, I'm a little bit worried about Zinchenko's minutes. I wonder if if White comes back in and Zinchenko maybe drops out for Vatini. Zinchenko's been playing quite a lot. He's had that injury, didn't play well over the double. We'll see what kind of Arteta does uh, with that. But then the rest of my team uh, looks pretty good. De Bruyne away at Forest, Saka away at Villa, Rashford, Odegaard, uh, Matoma. Massive game for Brighton. Who would have thought Brighton versus Fulham would be this kind of top six <laughs> potential, uh, you know, match? Um, huge, huge game for us. We're at home. I expect us to to well, we definitely score. It'll be a tough game. Uh, Fulham beat us early in the season um, as well, but Mitrovic hasn't really been firing. Really close. I think we've got enough to, to, to edge it. Hoping to see Matoma uh, back on the score sheet. And then up top, I've got Haaland, currently captain, uh, and Kane as well. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think I really need to make a transfer. Um, I've got one free transfer. I've got absolutely nothing in the bank, which is a slight problem. Because you look at my bench, and I've got Bueno, Martial, and Patterson. Patterson is back in training. I'm hoping that he gets his place back before the, before the blank. Bueno's a problem. Coming on 45 minutes, but at least he is coming on. Um, you know, maybe even the one point, maybe a cheeky start uh, would, would be enough. And then Martial is obviously a huge problem given that A, he's injured and B, United don't have a game. So Martial is, is the first on the chopping block. I could just do Martial to Nonto um, and bench him. Uh, you know, Leeds have got Wolves um, this week. No, they haven't. I'm on the wrong game week. 
apologies. Leeds have got Everton, haven't they? Everton away uh, this week in 24. And then they've got a really good game against Southampton in 25. So Nonto coming in uh, gives me a good bench option against Wolves in case, in case any of my attackers do miss out, although I'm not expecting them to. Uh, and then gives me a, an, another player to come in for, for 25. Also frees up some money as well. So in the blank, I can move someone on. I could maybe move Botman on um, and, and get in someone you know, more expensive and, and move off the double Newcastle defence or I could upgrade Bueno uh, if I wanted to um, as well. So that's the move that I'm thinking about. It's obviously a bit strange to be doing a bench move. I could just wait. You know, you never know. Nonto could pick up an injury or something against Everton. Um, and like I said, I, I don't think any of my front seven are going to miss out. I think the good thing about my front seven is it's all the kind of key players for, for the side. Um, and unless there's a, you know, a surprising injury, I'm not expecting them to miss out. Um, it's a defence that I'm, I'm more more worried about, but I, I don't have the funds to upgrade Bueno or, or Patterson. Um, you know, because I've only got three point. I've got nothing in the bank, and they have three point nine. So, you know, I, I can't really do much. I mean, I could move Botman um, to Tarkovsky if I wanted to. Um, you know, that gets him in place. But I'm not. I'm not totally sure that I want to move off the double Newcastle defence. That's the thing. I think when um, when the uh, when twenty five ends. And it comes back, and, and Gomez is back in the side. Uh, okay, they go straight into Man City, um, but then it's Wolves, uh, then it's Nottingham Forest, uh, United at home. So two decent fixtures in four, and for them, then I can maybe deal with it, deal with it then. So yeah, it's either going to be Botman to Tarkovsky, um, or it's going to be Martial to to Nonto. Let me know what you think in the comments uh, and in the chat. Sorry, my nose is my nose is leaking. A bit hay fevery as well again today. I'm not doing. No, I'm going to make that joke. It's early. It's too early. Too early to make jokes like that. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So that's my side. Uh, I think it's going to be Harlem captain. I might be a little bit tempted by Rashford. Uh, you know, Forest are, are decent at home um, as well. But Harlem got a hat trick against them early in the season, and they'll be they'll be really flying after after that win against against Arsenal. So yeah, probably probably stick with with Harlem captain. Uh, watch list. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. A couple of new names uh, on here. Um, in defence, uh, Perisic is now the joint uh, sort of stats leader, if you want to call him that, uh, alongside Trippier. Um, this is all filtered by non-penalty XGI per 90. So it's all about kind of attacking uh, threat. You could argue that's not kind of why we buy defenders, but I, I like attacking defenders, so I'm going to keep it filtered. Uh, like this, uh, Perisic and Trippier both at the top, 0.34. So you expect an attacking return one every three games um, here or there. About... Uh, Trent, um, oh my God, really unlucky not to get that assist 
uh, I thought if, if you've held him for this long and didn't get that assist, you'll be you'll be cursing uh, FPL Towers. Um, but he's he's seven point three million now, gone down a little bit. Zero point three two. Liverpool defensively, you know, it was it was good. They kept the, the clean sheet. I think Van Dijk's back in training now and, and going to be coming back in soon. So there's, there's some options, but getting to him is, is fairly hard because you've got three premiums like I have. Uh, Reese James, um, 0.25, haven't exactly come in looking amazing, you know, um, sort of from an attacking sense. Uh, Potter obviously playing four at the back. He's not playing at wing back, so he's going to lose a bit of that attacking appeal. And Chelsea really struggling generally um, to, you know, to create chances. Uh, but really good run of fixtures for, for Chelsea um, coming up. And I, I think Chelsea are a team um, that I'm going to struggle to to move to um, because their players are a little bit more expensive. But they're a, they're a team that I really like uh, the look of. I mean, it's Southampton next. Perfect time to invest um, in the likes of James, Felix, um, you know, Kepa if you haven't got him already. Badia Shields on my list as well, um, who I like because he hasn't got the Champions League football. Spurs in 25, and then look at the run they have coming up 26. Leeds at home, Leicester away, Everton at home. Absolutely perfect. Um, so I'm going to jump down to forwards already and, and talk about Felix, who is the kind of uh, you know main target I think um, a lot of people should be looking at. I can't get him. I just I physically, if, you, if we come back to my team, um, I've got nothing in the bank. It'd be Martial that I look to move to get Felix. I can't see where I can drop a million um, unless I sell one of De Bruyne or Kane. Well, De Bruyne's got Bournemouth in the blank. Spurs have got, you know, a, a, a home game in that blank as well. Um, and as I said, I, I kind of want to keep Kane. So, I mean, I could move Kane to Felix, but I've got issues. I've got too many issues in the rest of my team to really justify um, that move. So I think if you're looking for a striker or if you're looking for a, for a transfer um, across your team I really do think have a look at how you can get Felix um, in, into your side because his, his underlying stats are fantastic okay he's got a small sample size but you know we're looking at a 7.5 billion price tag you know 1.19 non-point XGI per 90 he played against Dortmund last night he had good chances again in that game the team is is trying to feed him you can see he's the kind of the main danger man um, in that attack he's got the pace of, of Mudrick um, on the left uh, you know, he's got Havertz dropping deep to facilitate things. There's a lot that I really like about, about Jao Felix. So, yeah, 7.5 million is a is a fantastic price for him. And I think if you've got a way of getting him into your to your side, um, which I don't, then I think he could be, you know, absolute stormer over the next few weeks. Because, you know, Chelsea are struggling to, to convert, but they are starting to create more chances. Now, they had a good first half against West Ham. They had good chances against Dortmund last night. And, you know, you've got to think, hopefully the goals are going to be coming. There's too much quality in that squad um, for them not to start scoring goals. So, yeah, Felix, have a look at him um, if, you, if, you, if you can. Uh, coming back to defence, um, I've added Estupanian um, in. I was a bit disappointed with his XGI uh, in this, uh, 0.16, really, really low. Uh, you know, he's, he's 4.7 million. I still think he's the best option to get if you are looking at Brighton defenders for that double in a few weeks. Uh, but I was hoping he'd have a bit more attacking threat at, at wing-back. Um, but we're not really seeing that. And um, from him, I've added Kilman in um, as well. Uh, Kilman is a pure, you know, uh, he's got Bournemouth in 24. He's got the double in 25, Fulham, Liverpool. Then it's Spurs. Then it's Newcastle. He's got no attacking threat whatsoever, but he is only 4.3 million. So he's a proper short-term short term punt. 
Um, Tarkovsky's the other one um, as well. Everton have got Leeds, no double Villa and Arsenal. But then at least they come into 26 and 27 against Forest and Brentford um, as well. But again, if you're looking for attacking throughout, you're not going to get a huge amount with him at uh, point. Um, 11. Uh, Jordy Lee, if you had the money to do Martial to Felix or Darwin and you had to do it this week, which one would you go for? I would do Martial to Darwin. Uh, sorry, Martial to Felix, an absolute heartbeat if I had the money to do that. Uh, Darwin's like a good option. You know, got the assist, Liverpool clicking and, and playing well. Um, I, I just really like Felix. I really do. I think he's just a really good price. I just can't see how you're going to be disappointed with him between now and game week 28. The fixtures are too good um, for Chelsea, and he's got the game um, in 25. So yeah, I, I would I would personally move for for Darwin um, in that. I keep calling him Darwin, even for Felix in that, not Darwin. Um, but yeah, I mean Darwin's got good fixtures as well. Obviously got the double as well, Palace and, and Wolves. I want Salah, though. Um, I don't think anyone else quite quite meets that. I'm just not sure about, about Darwin. I think if you're going to punt on another Liverpool attacker, you go for Gakpo, um, who's on my list uh, as well. 0.53, non-putting XGI for him, um, which I like the look of. You know, Salah's is 0.64, got the goal as well, good positioning. So, yeah, like him, uh, go for Gakpo. Uh, in that, uh, Mudrick is on the list as well. Yeah, I've been interested to know what Chelsea fans make of him so far. I think he's looked poor. Uh, he, I think Potter said he had a cold in, in the match he played um, the week before last and then really struggled again uh, in the last game. Obviously, he's, he's really, really quick, but if the team isn't feeding him, if he isn't really making the most of the time he does have on the ball, um, then it's an issue. Um, non pnx job in 90 of 0.38. Uh, which is low, considering especially in his kind of cameo in his first match, he created like a number of, of quite big chances, but hasn't really done anything um, off the back um, of that. So yeah, I want to see more from from Mudrick. Uh, I'm much more excited about Felix, I think, at seven five than I am Mudrick. Uh, I think someone in the chat said it's a shame that, that Felix isn't a mid. I do agree with that. Uh, Madison's one to watch um, as well as a mid. I mean, 0.46, non shy per ninety over, over the season. Um, doesn't really tell the story of him, given that his uh, position has, has changed a little bit. And since it has, Leicester have started scoring, you know, bucket loads of goals to what, 10 goals in the last three games? Um, two, he's started the last two and they've scored eight. Uh, it's not easy for them. They've got United away and then Arsenal at home. They're coming into 26, Southampton, Chelsea, Brentford. It's an OK run, especially if we're looking to move off Arsenal players, maybe if we are looking to maybe just go with two. Maybe if they're still struggling, I think Madison's going to be someone that we uh, want to consider. So, yeah, I like him. Uh, oh, as everyone knows, my favorite, my favorite player. And then up top, I've just added Mitrovic and, and Nonto in. Mitrovic has been really, really poor. But I wanted to kind of keep tabs on him just because I know the importance that he has that Fulham side. I think if Fulham are going to, you know, keep pushing for, for a European place, they need to start, Mitrovic needs to start getting some, some goals um, as well. Um, 6.9 for him now you know still having a, a good season um, just surprised with, with how he's dropped off um, so far so yeah just want to monitor monitor that not putting it sharp in 90 of the season 0.47 um, is, is okay uh, but you know I mean it's better than Saka for example 0.45 but you know we want to see it start seeing a bit more um, from him uh, and I've added Nonto uh, Willie Nonto into this uh, 0.33 not the highest scorer of kind of long-range goals, misser of tap-ins, not really what you want to see um, from him, but he's 5 million and his place looks pretty secure. So I do like him. Um, so yeah, let me know about this list. Let me know what you think. If there's any players I'm missing, if there's any players that you like the look of, be interested to know who your targets are. 
um, going into uh, game week 24. And yeah, really, really key part of the season. I think between 25 and, and 29 um, is going to, you know, really kind of dictate how, how a lot of us do. So, you know, I'm, I'm sort of around the 360k mark. If I can come out of 29 being in and around top 100k, I could even be feasibly thinking about pushing on to, to the top 10k, which seemed like a, a pipe dream <laughs> about a month ago. Uh, so yeah, really, really interesting. Um, see people's chips as well. A wild card is going to be used. Are people going to be using their free hits, um, across these different weeks? Yeah, really key part of the season. So, I'll be talking a bit more about strategy and stuff a bit closer to the time. Uh, I won't cover that in this, but I think next week's video is, is going to start looking at some chip strategy and things like that. Uh, let's take some comments from the chat. If you want to ask me some questions, I'll take five minutes uh, of of things like that. I, I had a bit of a mixed bag. I, went, I was on Twitter uh, before the last deadline uh, taking some questions. Uh, I got a couple right. Uh, so people asking about Tony versus Pereira. I said Tony. Oh, about three points in that I'll, I'll take that uh but i did get some wrong as well uh sure i was i was sure leeds were gonna score uh in that game and not only did they not score but sure got the assist um as well and i sold him as well but i know there's a lot of benches around there if you had rico lewis and you got sure for bench yeah i uh i hate you um all right let's have a look at the chat Sachin, i have tony up front should i swap him for Felix, yeah, I mean, Brentford got Palace and then a blank, right? Chelsea have got Southampton. Hmm, I guess you can probably wait a week on that. You got nothing else to do, and your team looks good for for twenty five. I'd rather have Felix, I think, um, against Southampton at home. But I think you can probably wait. Tony's got penalties as well. Mm. It's a good run of games for Tony as well, but I'm assuming you want you want back. Now, I'd probably wait a week. I think I keep. I think I keep him. Uh, Craig Solzvik Wilson to Felix this week. Yeah, Wilson. He didn't play, did he? In, in the last match, got Liverpool at home next. Not a bad thing, but then a blank. Yeah, Wilson to Felix. I think I'd, I'd probably do um, as well. Uh, Kukurella to Tarkovsky this week, or should I roll the transfer? No, I'd keep Kukurella. Chilwell played the Champions League. Started that match. I think Kukurella comes back into this. It's Southampton at home. He's, he's going to be a problem for you, Cucurello, when you're well back. But I would probably keep him uh, this week. Uh, Dean McKinney, what should I do with Tony? I think, yeah, like I said, I think you keep him this week. You know, Palace aren't great. I think Brighton were Brighton should have had more goals um, in that match. Brentford are good at home as well. He's got penalties. I think you definitely keep him this week. And then maybe you look to sell him um, ahead of, of 25 uh, as well. James A. Mitrovic to Felix. Mm. Mitrovic was very good against us. Uh, in his last match, uh, you, again, it's it's difficult to advise. I don't know the rest of your team, and you know Fulham have got the game in twenty five, a good looking home game against Wolves. Assuming you've got a squad out, I'd probably consider doing it. But if you've got other transfers that need to take a priority, like Martial to Nonto, for some reason, uh, then I probably wouldn't. So yeah, it's it's not it's not always an easy one uh, that question. But assume I'd rather have Felix at home to Southampton this week. Then I would Mitrovic, but you've probably got other fires to put out um, as well. Uh, Craig again did short to a Kanji instead of Fernandez to Mares around 22 points. It's horrible things like that, isn't it? 50 50 calls. That Shaw assist was really punishing as well because Shaw's underlying attacking stats are really poor. Uh, and it was, a, it was a brilliant cross from him, but what can you do? Like it was, you know, it, I think it was the right decision to. 
to sell him or, or bench him in that match. Given things, you know, City had the double and, and Arsenal had the double, and you know, there's lots of other players that we like to look off. Newcastle had a good game against Bournemouth. I can completely see why people benched him um, or sold him, but yeah, really, really disappointing. Uh, Blake Young, would you transfer Fernandez and Mbomo to Salah and Ferguson for 25? Mm. I mean, you're swapping a, a blank for a blank, aren't you, in Fernandez to Ferguson? Um, but Mbomo to Salah is a hell of, hell of an upgrade. Uh, again, depends on the rest of your team. Um, Ferguson, I really, really, really like Ferguson. I think he's a great option. It looks like Zerbi likes Undav, though, which is an issue because um, it's going to affect Ferguson's minutes. Um, I don't think I'd do it. I think I'd try and find another way um, to, to do it. Um, you know, and Bomber's got Palace at home. I don't think you need to be worrying about that too much um, this week. So, no, I don't think I would. I'd probably do it. Um, Edison to Kepper and Mitro to Felix, worth a minus four. Edison to Kepper's a no-brainer, isn't it? It's got to be. Maybe they've got Forrest. Mm, tricky. I don't think it's a no-brainer. Um, like I just said it was. I would say... <sighs> no. <laughs> My sensible head is, is telling me no. I wouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, tricky tricky one. Uh, Tanya, do you think the likes of Madison, Madison's are being overlooked because of no double? Yeah, it's not just no double, though. It's also tough fixtures. Yeah, United Arsenal next. Um, Southampton looks good, but then it's Chelsea. Then it's Brentford away. So it's only really that, that game in 26 that looks really, really good for Madison. Um, so I think, you know, we are focusing on, on double gaming players, but also the fixtures don't lend itself too well uh, to it. Uh, final question I'll take from Stephen Gallagher. Uh, would you play Martinelli or Mitrovic this week? I would play Mitrovic, I think. I wouldn't be too surprised if, if Trossard comes in um, for Martinelli. He has, of all the Arsenal players... Over the last, you know, four or five weeks, I think the one that's looked the most unlike him, himself has been Martinelli, which has come at a really bad time for him with Trossard lurking in the wings. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, Mitrovic is, is going to play. He's on the penalties. He's going to get the 90 minutes. Whereas not only might Martinelli not start, but he's might he's, he has a high risk of getting subbed on 58, 59, 60 minutes as well. So, yeah, I would play uh, Mitrovic. Um, I think that will do for now. Is there any other questions? There's quite a few questions. Um, if you want to drop any any more um, co- uh, questions in the comments of the video, I will do my best to answer them. Um, but I've hit 30 minutes and I think I'm going to go and get on with my day. So thank you everyone for watching. Always a pleasure. Um, big week next week. I'll be back to talk about a bit more uh, strategy to do with chips and things. Um, but yeah, have a good uh, rest of your week. Black Box will be tomorrow night. Uh, Mark was at the game last night. Uh, tonight we can't really do, so it's a bit of a late, a late one. Um, but yeah, have a have a watch for us. YouTube.com forward slash FPL Black Box. Uh, we'll be talking, you know, a bit more uh, Friday night. It'll have a Friday night vibe to it, so it'll be quite quite informal, quite chatty. But we'll cover all the main stuff um, as we usually do. Uh, so yeah, thanks everyone, and I will see you all next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.